Listen, do you hear that sound? It started low, but it's getting progressively louder. Into a crescendo, even louder. Irresistible ending in an ear-splitting blast of mass disruption. That's the sound of America's economic and political systems crashing to the ground. But we have a plan. We will be ready to restore political sanity. We will be ready to answer the call of productive America. We will restore America's industrial base and put America back to work. We will shut down political correctness and restore decency and positive media to America. We will save our constitution, our traditional way of life, our customs, and religion. We will restore sound money and crush the debt-based system of monetary slavery. And we will end America's foreign misadventures. We are the American Freedom Party, and we have a plan. Learn more about us, theamericanfreedomparty.us. In the early 1900s, certain companies were off-gassing highly toxic fluoride gases into the atmosphere. The surrounding communities began to get sick. Laws were enacted to compel these corporations to install scrubbers to convert these gases into fluorosilicic acid, still highly toxic but containable. Now these companies had a stockpile of this poison, and there was no affordable way to dispose of it. Lucky for them, one of their major stockholders was also the Secretary of the Treasury, who was responsible for the public health service at the time. And by 1950, the U.S. government began buying this toxic, untreated industrial waste product and dumping it into our drinking water. Reputable studies show that it's causing various cancers and other disease. With the Alexa Pure Pro, you can have clean drinking water and a remedy to this madness. Available now at InfoWarsStore.com. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest price filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. You're listening to Resolution Radio, 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 ResolutionRDO.com. Welcome to American Dissident Voices. I'm Kevin Alfred Strom. There is anger in America over the rising mass influx of non-white invaders on our southern border. The anger is real, but the two-party system's reactions to it are not. Conservative organizations strike a pose as raising the alarm over Biden's mishandling of our border security, while Alzi Joe himself, for his part, recently admitted outright in a television interview that, quote, the border is insecure, close quote. He then hastily added that he's, quote, been saying that for 10 years, close quote, but he needs more money to make things secure again. 
Of course, everyone knows nothing delights the gang that controls old Joe more than 40 million more brown invaders. And so, everyone also knows that all Joe's blather about security is just hogwash for the rubes who still watch and take seriously the controlled media's TV news. The Democratic Party's essential strategy is serving itself by bringing in as many non-whites as possible, legal or illegal, to swell the ranks of their constituency and get more votes. And serving its Jewish donors by weakening white Americans, encouraging white racial genocide and suicide through racial replacement and racial mixing, turning America into even more of a mass of morons than it is already, and thereby cementing Jewish rule over this country. Rebellion against Jewish power by Europeans and European-descended peoples has been a problem for Jews for at least 2,000 years. Rebellion against tyrants is always more likely when your nation consists of a united people with shared values, history, and heritage than when your country consists of a divided, multiracial, multicultural, squabbling mass. So, the Jews who call the shots for the Democrats want as many non-whites as possible. The laws and all the murders, rapes, reduced quality of life, demographic doom, etc., caused by the influx, be damned. The Republicans and conservatives make a lot of noise as they oppose the Democrats' open borders policy. But their shrill outrage over Biden's border failure is largely fake. And their battle against open borders, which they have consistently lost for more than half a century now, is mainly an act, even if a very few of them are exceptions to that rule. Even those conservative Republicans with sound gut instincts on the browning of America and who'd really prefer to stop it, are helpless. They are bound to be ineffective because, one, their party is nearly as dominated by Jewish mega-donors as the Democrats are, and those donors want the browning to continue and actively prevent anything from stopping it. Two, the Republicans are also dependent on business support, and business interests want the cheap labor and dumb consumers that non-white immigrants supply. Nothing, and especially not anything so extreme and disreputable as white racial survival, is more important than profits to these capitalist types. And furthermore, they well know that the Jewish-run media 
can destroy their businesses built up over generations in a weekend if they oppose the Jews' multiracial agenda too effectively or tell too much of the truth. Three, most Republicans and conservatives are undone and made totally ineffective by their Christian religion. And their churches, almost without exception, teach them that to oppose racial mixing and racial replacement of whites is sinful. And to oppose Jewish interests, to oppose the interests of God's chosen people, is the greatest sin of all. And four, the conservative tendency to disparage the unity of racial kinship, the kinship that is actually the essence of nationhood, and to instead define themselves by non-existent abstract principles like the non-aggression principle or the rules of free market capitalism or constitutional limits on government power makes them pathetically helpless before an enemy united by blood. It hamstrings them and prevents them from doing what's best for their people, which in many cases might mean using all available force against invaders enemies, deceivers, and traitors, even if that means in engaging in aggression that would make libertarians faint, or building necessary social unity and social institutions that some might say constitutes wicked, wicked socialism, or even more wicked, racism, or the ultimate wickedness, national socialism. Such prissy milk toasts cannot last long upon this merciless earth and won't. The conservative outlet Just Facts Daily reported yesterday on their major concern about the border situation. Quote, Average annual illegal border crossing deaths have been markedly higher during the presidency of Joe Biden than any other president for as far back as recorded. During the presidency of George W. Bush, an average of 382 people per year died while illegally crossing the border. Under Obama, this figure was about the same at 372. Under Trump, deaths were significantly lower at 282. During Biden's first two fiscal years in office, there were an average of 707 such deaths per year, or two and a half times the rate under Trump. Unlike previous presidents, Biden's appointees haven't published these data. But U.S. Customs and Border Protection personnel have leaked the figures to the press. Contrary to a federal law that requires CPB to record all border crossing deaths, the Biden administration stopped doing this in 2023 for cases where the federal government isn't the first entity to discover the dead bodies. Close quote. 
So that's why we should oppose open borders, because too many precious brown and black lives are being lost. Good thing that Just Facts Daily and conservatives generally have their priorities straight. Let's not mention the fact that entire U.S. cities have been lost to us, with vast regions now no-go areas for whites who want to stay alive. Let's not say a thing about the rapes and sexual slavery inflicted upon white women and children. Let's keep silent about the depression and suicide epidemic among whites, and especially young whites, dispossessed and ruined in the land that should have been theirs. It's the invaders we should be concerned about. Just Who is Just Facts Daily? It's one of the many recently minted Republican, conservative, civic nationalist outlets that seem to sprout like mushrooms these days to keep white Americans thinking correctly about the issues that concern them. It takes allies and money to create and run such active and far-reaching operations. So likely, large financial donors are behind them. We know where most of the money for Conservatism, Inc. and the Republicans comes from. And even if it doesn't come directly from Jews, such organs must tow the Jewish line or be expelled from the conservative mainstream. Just Facts is nominally run by James D. Agresti, a white man who is a Bible-believing Christian with an academic and engineering background, and who says in his online biographical note that part of his lifestyle includes finding, quote, a way to relate most things to Seinfeld, close quote. Just Facts Daily also makes sure that their conservative anti-open borders readers get the proper multiracialist message. In numerous places on their pages, they feature a picture of a darkish female Negro holding a smartphone with the legend, Stay ahead of the spin. Enter your email to receive new research. No white racial loyalty here, sir. I am sure that you can predict just how successful such opposition to open borders is going to be. Here's the key. They really aren't opponents of the browning of America at all. They just want, they say, fewer terrorists and drug kingpins and the like. More brown and black people are just fine and dandy as far as they're concerned. They proudly point to the racially mixed couples in their churches and to Uncle Webster who married that nice Filipina. Have you seen her recipe for arsenic pancakes? Conservatives essentially embrace and promote a third world future for America.
though they say that it should all be done more legally and carefully and constitutionally than at present. But it should be done. Some opposition. It's actually nothing of the kind. It's actually just another branch of the same anti-white operation, and at its root, controlled by the same Jewish power structure. Meanwhile, Jewish organizations and media are working day and night to further the racial destruction of white America and other white nations even beyond what their bought-and-paid-for governments can do on their own. Adolf Hitler divined the real intentions of the Jews in bringing non-whites into white countries almost 100 years ago, and it has nothing to do with kindness or humanitarianism. When he wrote in 1925, quote, With every means, he tries to destroy the racial foundations of the people he has set out to subjugate. Just as he himself systematically ruins women and girls, he does not shrink back from pulling down the blood barriers for others, even on a large scale. It was and is Jews who bring the Negroes into the Rhineland, always with the same secret thought and clear aim of ruining the hated white race by the necessarily resulting bastardization, throwing it down from its cultural and political height and himself rising to be its master. For a racially pure people, which is conscious of its blood, can never be enslaved by the Jew. In this world he will forever be master over bastards and bastards alone. And so he tries systematically to lower the racial level by continuous poisoning of individuals. Close quote. There is honesty. There is truth. There is uncorrupted truth. Only on such a basis can we prevail or even survive. But where is realism and uncorrupted truth to be found today? Not in the Jewish-run media, not in the hyper-corrupted churches, not in the Republican Party or Conservatism, Inc. As I said on this program some years ago, we tell you, in the strongest possible terms, even ending illegal immigration forever is not enough. One the non-white invasion must be reversed, not merely stopped, or we will be overwhelmed by their arrival in the maternity wards, just as surely as by their arrival on our shores.
with a meaningless difference of a few decades. And two, we must openly speak of race, for the opposite of what conservatives say is true. This is about race. Pretending that this is merely about legality, Talmudic quibbling over what the spots of ink on paper say, is setting ourselves up for total defeat, and defeat in the very near future, too. Soon there will be no more white majority to elect even a figurehead like Trump, to say nothing of a Congress capable of acting in the interests of our race. We lost that long ago. So inevitably, this mass non-white invasion is going to be legalized. Even Trump has caved on the issue. And when it is legalized, what will you say? There will be no more illegal immigration because the spots of ink will have been moved around on the papers in the proper way. The invasion will be legal. Does that make the death of our people any more right? Should it stop us from defending ourselves? Should it stop us from working to build the nation we and our children need? The nation that will be ours alone? When you ape the pretended tough talk of the conservatives, like, what part of illegal don't you understand? You are setting your people up for inevitable defeat, and death. This is all about race, and the National Alliance recognizes that fact. True leadership requires that we tell this truth and tell it proudly. The National Alliance is different. We say, we know, that we whites are different. There is something special about us. There is something different about our genius and creativity that leads us to build a civilization that is unique, that only we can build, that we need, that our children need, and that our children's children a hundred generations removed will need. And we know, deep down spiritually, we know that we must survive, or all the sacrifices of our ancestors will have been in vain. We must survive because our special kind of intelligence and creativity can and will, so long as we exist, move ever higher toward God and never lower toward the mud of universal equality and degradation. Our ancestors knew these things without saying them. 
But now the time has come when we must say them and act upon them. Listen to Resolution Radio, 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 ResolutionRDO.com. Today's story A John Brown Gun Club extremist is unmasked as U.S. Army veteran and failed businessman. Thornton, Colorado, an unhinged Antifa militant and alleged former member of the infamous John Brown Gun Club, has been successfully identified. The individual, operating under the pseudonym Socialist Stan, is an Army National Guard veteran and failed businessman who has openly advocated for the assassination of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Thanks to publicly available information, counter-extremist researchers from the Justice Report were able to confirm Socialist Stan as 31-year-old David J. Knusel of Thornton, Colorado, a five-year veteran of the Utah National Guard and CEO of two failed dropshipping startups. Knusel, a self-professed extremist and anarchist, who operates under the socialist Stan moniker, would use the Fediverse platforms of Mastodon and Collectiva to call for the mass murder of American police officers, pro-white activists, Christians, Republicans, and would even push for the assassination of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis for his trans-critical rhetoric. In an introductory post made on one of many socialist Stan Fediverse accounts, Knusel eagerly describes himself as an anarchist looking to fight for a stateless and classless society. Since people are continuously surprised by this, I'm an anarchist, read the Post. That means I didn't ask to be born into the system I'm in and will not play along with it if I can help it. I will not be supporting your government, republic, dictatorship or otherwise, and I will not support your political party. I want to live in a stateless, classless society. My country is the world, he continued. Newsell views himself as an extremist and openly embraces the term. By doing so, he hopes to separate himself from liberals, a term used by on-the-ground members of the Antifa movement to denigrate poseurs and other fair-weather activists in their midst. As a left-wing extremist, I can assure you the difference between the DNC and GQP is splitting hairs, he said in a post dated January of 2023. We need a revolution, not bickering politicians. That's why I openly embrace extremist and radical as a self-descriptor. It distinguishes me from liberals and lets people who interact with me know what to expect, 
he continued in another. The heavily armed, armored, and militarily trained Knusel is a veteran member of the John Brown Gun Club, an infamous anti-white extremist militia that is linked to numerous instances of violence and crime against working-class Americans. In addition to property damage and arson, Knusel advocates for the militarization of Antifa and believes they must quickly arm themselves to face what he believes is an impending American civil war against fascists. These pigs need to die, said Knusel across a series of alarming posts on Mastodon in February of 2023. More precincts need to burn. It's the only thing that's ever worked, he said in another. I've got a lot of 308 and a lot of friends. Let the gravy seals come. We'll give them a Ukrainian welcome, he threatened one user in a post that January. The kind of explicitly violent rhetoric being used by the self-professed anarchist David Knusel closely mirrors the views held by many other American extremists. In New York City, a pair of anarchist brothers were recently indicted. After law enforcement discovered a weapons cache, anarchist propaganda, explosives, and a political hit list inside their Astoria home. Like Knusel, the brothers allegedly held an express desire to see political assassinations befall police and mainstream politicians. Now would be a good time for someone to shoot DeSantis, stated Nussel in a ghoulish Kolektava post dated May of 2023. In Atlanta, Georgia, horrific acts of violence like the kinds advocated by Knussel have been carried out in the name of the ongoing Stop Cop City movement the latest pet project serving as a catch-all for anti-fascists on America's East Coast. So far, Atlanta authorities have issued dozens of domestic terror charges and RICO indictments to Antifa, believed to have carried out fiery riots intending to derail the construction of a police complex in Atlanta's Wilaoni Forest. Knusel, a supporter of Antifa's efforts in Atlanta, even called for the death of Atlanta Police Chief Darren Sheerbaum for his justified response to dealing with the rioters. May he burn in hell well before his time, he stated in a post dated January of 2023. While anarchists often use public figures and mainstream politicians as a convenient punching bag for their rage, Knusel also casts hate and implied threats of violence to working class people critical of his extremist beliefs. Recently, when a piece of private property in Tennessee was maliciously doxxed by Atlanta-based anti-fascists and linked to an alleged member of the pro-white activist group, Patriot Front, Newsell used social media to label the property as a threat to be raided and destroyed. If anyone dealt with these places like the threat they are, raided and destroyed them, the security apparatus would turn on the people defending their community instead, he said. With a history of involvement in anti-fascist paramilitary groups, as well as a stint in the Utah Army National Guard, Newsel's threats, implied or otherwise, should not be taken lightly. According to Newsel himself, he has been involved with Antifa street movements since at least 2016, personally showing up to counter-protests, armed with an assault rifle to protect state-sanctioned drag events and other left-wing activities in the states of Utah and Colorado. Sometimes he admits that it's his job as an Antifa to outright kill fascists. I've been involved with anti-fascist street movements since 2016 and have confronted bigots. I'm totally down with fighting them, Knusel admitted in a post to Mastodon in January of 2023. 
In fact, I used to be a JBGC member. Alarmingly, the 31-year-old Knusel believes that the effectiveness of peaceful anti-fascist organizing has reached its limits in modern-day America, desiring instead to see real covert operations made against his perceived political opponents. In some cases, he even believes the only way regime change can occur is through a highly publicized massacre at a future protest. Realistically, I think a massacre at a large protest with cameras present, which gets international attention, he said in response to a question posed by Mastodon user Aud Paul Ditz. That's usually what starts the overthrow of a regime overseas, and the pigs are itching for it. I think the anti-fascist movement is quickly reaching the confines of what can be done without actually engaging in real covert operations against these pricks, he continued in another. The Justice Report's team of counter-extremism researchers were able to identify Knusel as the man behind the anarchist-extremist Socialist Stan account by combing through publicly available information left behind by Knusel himself. Thanks to a Patreon page operated by Socialist Stan, which promises a cut of all proceeds going to Antifa, mutual aid networks, evidence of Newsell's identity appears just behind the scenes. Titled, Game Assets with a Purpose, the Colorado-based socialist Stan offers backers and Fediverse followers a chance at funding his art, which comes in the form of 3D objects, characters and designs he makes in the Blender, Unity, and Unreal engines. On February 13th, a free sample of Socialist Stan's work was uploaded to Patreon, titled Modular Spacecraft Corridors. Users can download the free files from a Dropbox page hosted by a creator named Computer Monk, offering game developers the tools needed to make the inside of a spaceship. The exact same pack of 3D assets, with the same title, can also be found on an ArtStation account run by David Kay whose resume section indicates the owner is located in Thornton, a suburb of northern Denver, Colorado. Researchers also looked into the URL of the ArtStation page, which comes up as dajokin19.artstation.com. The name Dajokin is also linked to a Pinterest account, which lists the name David Knusel. By cross-referencing LinkedIn, a Colorado-based David Knusel can be found as a 3D generalist, technical artist, game developer, and 3D modelist, as well as the founder of a defunct company called Computer Monk Games. In addition to a graphic design venture, the ostensibly anti-capitalist Newsel would, ironically, be the head of numerous failed business attempts, including the dropshipping startups Rallybox and Netherin Enterprises. The LinkedIn account also confirms a five-year stint in the Utah Army National Guard which correlates with earlier claims made by almost all of the socialist Stan Fediverse accounts. David J. Newsel was born in the state of Colorado, where he was raised in a Catholic household by his Puerto Rican mother and part Jewish father. He was homeschooled from K-12, and from 2009-2013, Newsel attended the Jesuit Benedictine College in Atchison, Kansas. Later, he would obtain a master's degree in business at the University of Utah. In his 20s, Newsel would depart from religion, becoming an atheist libertarian and fully embracing a self-professed bisexual lifestyle. Around this time, Newsel joined Utah's Army National Guard, where his LinkedIn states that he served as a logistician. Current job postings for the same title indicate the position is mostly related to maintaining supplies and keeping a tidy warehouse for American warfighters 
and other more useful functionaries for American military power. From November 2018 to February 2019, Cell worked for the defense contractor, L3 Harris Technologies, using his skills as a 3D artist to advance the interests of the military-industrial complex. It should be noted that this time frame intersects with Knussel's career as a street anti-fascist, which, according to him, began in 2016. Like many so-called anarchists and anti-white extremists, Knussel appears to have grown up in a position of abject privilege and prestige. His mother, Maria Milagros Knussel Rivera, quickly elevated herself in the world of nursing, becoming the head of a diversity, equity, and inclusion consulting firm for local healthcare providers. Currently, she sits on the board of directors for the Colorado Healthcare Ethics Forum and a slew of other progressive groups geared for social justice in healthcare. She is also an associate professor at Regis University, where she occasionally teaches. His father, Dr. Ronald T. Knussel, also comes from a prestigious background. An early pioneer of artificial intelligence, Ronald Knussel holds a Ph.D. in computer science, a master's degree in physics and mathematics, and is the author of a series of books detailing AI and its history in the modern age. Currently, he works as a senior data scientist for the defense contractor L3 Harris, the same company where his son, David, is alleged to have worked. It is entirely likely his father got him the job. The wealth generated by the heads of the Noosel household would allow their son the economic freedom to pursue several business ventures, which, according to public records and Noosel's own admissions, appeared defunct. The founder and CEO of Netherine Enterprises and Rallybox Noosel would attempt to capitalize on his father's computer science prowess to dip his toes in online dropshipping, a dubious form of business often associated with scam artistry and other shady practices. Ronald Knussel is listed as being the chief technology officer of Rallybox, according to Disclosure Request, and could be the designer behind the company's proprietary software. With two failed businesses under his belt, the down-and-out anarchist appears to have fully embraced graphic design as a primary form of income. A lover of video games, historical miniatures, and firearms, Newsel would also appear to be deeply obsessed with the comedy central television show South Park, from where he derives his username, Socialist Stan. Once again using the name Dijug19, and currently the moniker Banned in Florida, the openly bisexual Newsel would go on to pen dozens of homoerotic fanfiction stories about young boys portrayed in the cartoon, with a special fixation on the two male characters, Tweak and Craig. According to the show's creators, both characters portrayed in Newsel's gay romps are in the fourth grade and are only ten years of age. Most of David Newsel's underage fanfiction is hosted on an archive of our own, AO3 a kink website that allows users to explore pedophilia, incest, and necrophilia in an unmoderated space. Some of Knussel's work contains titles like Craig and Tweak's Getaway, Tweak and Craig Get Snowed In, Craig and Tweak's Gay Agenda, and at least one story where the two underage boys get married. Currently, David J. Knussel, a.k.a. Socialist Stan, is believed to be living in Thornton, Colorado, but could have ties to Broomfield, Boulder, or Denver City proper. He is also listed as having lived in Salt Lake City, Utah, has relatives in the Midwest, and currently owns a piece of land somewhere in South Park County, Colorado.
Due to the misanthropic nature of Newsel's many social media postings, the Justice Report urges its readers to express the utmost caution when traveling through these areas, as Newsel is armed and militarily trained. He should be considered extremely dangerous, especially to those who conduct pro-white activism or openly express ideas critical of immigration, Christianity, or LGBTQ values. According to admissions made on social media, Newsel maintains a veritable arsenal of different long arms, weapons, and body armor, which include a Spanish-made set-me rifle, among others. The state of Colorado has long been an epicenter of anti-fascist militancy, anarchist extremism, and a hornet's nest of those who espouse anti-white hate. In September, an independent justice report investigation unmasked 23-year-old Nathan Edward Shelley of Broomfield as a cybersecurity expert and member of the Antifa org, American Iron Front. Using his company's proprietary technology, Shelley would look up American citizens and allegedly report them to the FBI if he believed they may have had a connection to the January 6th Stop the Steal protest in 2021. In April, an independent justice report investigation revealed the identity of the infamous Antifa doxer Goth bought Alice as Heidi K. Leitenberger of Denver, Colorado. Leitenberger, a member of Colorado's privileged landowning class, would be a prolific columnist for the Antifa blog site, It's Going Down. She would use her platform to spread the tenets of anti-fascist militancy, an ideology that appears to have been wholly adopted by people like David Newsel. For more news like this, visit justicereport.news and subscribe to our Telegram Substack and Odyssey to keep up to date on all the latest headlines from around the world. Thanks for listening to Project Schoolyard Volume 2. For more information about the project, as well as lyric to the songs on this CD, please visit www.tightrope.cc. You can also find jokes, news articles, a photo gallery, free CD downloads, and a secure online shopping cart. We carry a full line of flags, t-shirts, CDs, books, stickers, and other products of interest to racially conscious white people. Please visit www.tightrope.cc. Attention patriots, tired of the tyranny and crime in the sanctuary cities? Flee the city and seek refuge in the American Redoubt. FleeTheCity.com. Move to the freedom of Idaho, Montana, or Wyoming. FleeTheCity.com. FleeTheCity.com. Your life be like if you woke up each morning with new vitality, feeling better than you have in years, and you noticed a difference in your sleeping patterns, blood sugar levels, and had a sense of well-being overall. There's something that is changing thousands of people's lives, and you could be one of them. It's called Heart and Body Extract. Sharon Harris, co-creator of Heart and Body Extract, talks about the positive effects of Heart and Body Extract. What happens with the formula Heart and Body Extract is it's giving the body the necessary vitamins, minerals, amino acids, enzymes, and fiber the nutrients so, so the body will heal itself. And yes, the body does have the ability to balance blood pressure, balance cholesterol, clean and unclog the arteries. It can also work on uh, balancing the circulation for diabetics. So the body is an amazing thing. It simply needs some help so it has the tools to heal itself. Heart and body extract gets results. To order your two-month supply, call now, toll-free at 866-295-5305. Order online at hbextract.com. 
By now, you know that wireless technology like cell phones do, in fact, pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blockit Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality, American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. Antelope Hill is proud to announce the release of a new translation, Leon de Grel in Exile by Jose Luis Jerez Reisco. Readers of The Burning Souls will already be familiar with de Grel's life before and during the Second World War, his service on the Eastern Front, and his involuntary post-war exile in Franco, Spain. This new work tells the story of his life in exile in detail, replete with first-hand accounts from Spanish nationalists and friends of de Grel. During his time in Spain, de Grel did not wallow in sadness, Despite the atrocities inflicted upon him and his family by the victorious Allied powers, he stayed remarkably active in European nationalist politics and left a lasting impression on both his personal friends and those from around the European world who took inspiration from his tenacious idealism. De Grel's enduring legacy in Spain is well-deserved. Such a legacy also deserves to be spread to both sides of the Atlantic and beyond. Antelope Hill is proud to be the first to bring this unparalleled biography to the English reader, Get Leon DeGrell in exile today at antelopehillpublishing.com. <laughs> 